Welcome to Slaking Thirst, a podcast that is all about bringing the thirst deep within our hearts for love and communion to the heart of Christ, a divine heart who is seeking our love and communion in return. The hope is that the two thirsts would meet and both thirsts would be slaked. So again, just some reflections for us this morning from this first reading from the Acts of the Apostles. You got Paul and his companions, they're heading to all these different places. I mean, this is one of those things that, that just washes over us because we don't really know the geographical relationship of these cities, but they are traveling hundreds, if not thousands of kilometers in just what comes off as a sentence or two, right? Going to Perga and Pamphylia, then to Jerusalem, then to Perga and Antioch and Pisidia. Like, these are massive journeys, massive journeys. And what would inspire anybody to do that? The love of Jesus Christ and the conviction that he's real, that he's risen from the dead and the world needs to know about it. Oh, I love Paul. It's just so inspiring. Okay, so he comes to this synagogue and he sits down amongst all the other Jews. Paul still, again, like he thinks of himself in Jewish categories. He thinks of himself still as a Jew. And the synagogue official, my brothers, if one of you has a word of exhortation for the people, please speak. Like anybody, anybody have a word for us? Brother Paul, anything from you? And he gets up and he begins to share. He says, yeah, let me tell you that our God is a God who's kept all of his promises and it's all been fulfilled. Like he's sharing the incredible good news that what God was doing from the very beginning, this unfolding of a plan that had all sorts of twists and turns, that it's all been brought to fulfillment. He's letting them know that it's all converged on the person of Jesus Christ, despite all the appearances to the contrary, that God is a God who kept his promises. I think that's one of the most amazing things about the Old Testament is that there's so many moments where it's just seemed like calamitous loss. So many moments where it seemed like all was gone. So many moments where God seemed like he rescinded his promise. Abram, growing into his old, old age, still childless. Joseph, sitting in the bottom of a well, thinking, God, what have you done to me? The Israelites being enslaved by Pharaoh in Egypt. The pagan tribes, the pagan nations destroying Israel. The, the destruction of the temple by Babylon, the exile, the Assyrians, like... It seems over and over again, calamitous loss. God had not kept his promises. And yet, in and through it all, he was slowly working out this plan, bringing it to convergence in, in Christ. That's the thing about the Lord, right? His, he's not the microwave. He's the crock pot. He's the crock pot. I, I attempt to make uh, crock pot dishes every once in a while. And uh, I just don't have the patience. I'm always lifting the lid and like it just... You have to have the patience. The Lord is, he's the crockpot of salvation. He's slowly simmering this salvation. He's working it out. He's working it out. And he's working in and, all, in and through all of it. He's working in and through all of it. Not only is this like the grand scope of all of salvation history, but this is also true of our lives, right? I mean, there's so many things that we're going through, both on a national scale, but also personally. There's so many things that we're all going through, that we've been through, that just seems like, Lord, this can't be part of the plan. This can't be part of the good you will for me, right? You will the good for all those who love you. Romans, right? How is this part of the good? My kids have left the faith. My grandkids aren't baptized. This is happening in our country. This is happening. This, da, 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 right? How can this be part of the good? And he's saying, trust me. I'm working it out. I am working it out. I am working it out. 
God's going to work it out. Because he's faithful. He keeps his promises. This is why we will, like David says, forever I will sing the goodness of the Lord. It's never failing and it never wavers. That's why we can forever sing the goodness. Amen.